The best thing that we can do for anybody in this condition is to show them that there's another way. That's the best thing you can do. You know, if you've got people in a burning house and the house is burning down and there's a way out and you know that, 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 that way out, but everybody in the room says, no, that's not the way. They're not in agreement with that. The best thing you can do is stand on the fact that, no, this is the way out and help lead them out because you know that's the way. No matter whether everybody in the house sees it or not, you know that's the way. There's a difference between, I'm going to say it again, struggling with sin, agreeing with God about it, but having falls and living in it, suppressing the truth, saying it's not really sin, it's okay, and making up your own little story and your own truth. Even criminals had a code of so-called conduct. To where that they, they, you know, no, you're, there are certain things you don't cross the line and do. Even with criminals a lot of times. But you see the, degra the degrading of society now. Even those things don't matter anymore. It becomes worse and worse because your heart gets darkened. More darkness produces more darkness and darker darkness. And that's what you're, you're descending in that darkness, that dark cave. And the farther you get away from the entrance of that cave where light is, it gets darker and darker and darker. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. Welcome to another episode of Coffee and Romans Live. We're actually not doing this live. We've had so much technical difficulties on this thing. This is a repost that will be reposted. Uh, but man, it, it must be good because we've had every possible hiccup you can think. We were supposed to do this. This is Friday, by the way. We were supposed to do this Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning got canceled by a surprise meeting. Then we were supposed to do it on Thursday. My haircut from Friday got moved to Thursday. So we decided to do it on uh, Wednesday night, right, Dad? And then when we did it on Wednesday night, or Thursday night, right? Maybe Wednesday night. We tried to do it. But uh, then the internet shut down. Everything broke. We couldn't do it. We were skipping. Then we finally get up this morning, and we have spent the... It's 6.18 now, Dad. We have spent the last hour dealing with technical difficulties, internet reboots, updates. So this must be good. And I'm excited about it. We went through uh, chapter, we're in chapter one still. And we went from chapter one uh, to verse, verse one to verse 22. And we should start at 23, but I think, right, Dad, we'll start at 22 just to get into the context of things. And uh, yeah. before we start, Dad, sum us up a little bit on what we got going here. Well, we're just going through... Um you know the uh, Romans as we're talking about and as the last episode I think we talked about how how God uh, you know a lot of the things about God are known they're they've been made known to us and uh, uh, we you know man rejects them you know God is truth and that's what it is I mean we either accept it or we don't you know I mean God gave us a freedom we can choose we can choose to reject him or we can uh, choose to receive him I mean, that's a choice that he gave to every man and woman. So, so we have that choice and, uh, and that's kind of what we were talking about and talking about how a lot of the things, and we're going to really get into the meat of it today, because we're going to start seeing some of the things that are being done because of this rejection of God and who he is. 
and we're going to see some of the, the 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 results of of rejecting God. You're going to really see that as we go through this, and that's why uh, this book in Romans. I mean, it covers a lot of stuff, but these first chapter man really goes into what happened. You know, when it comes to when you have God who who loved us and revealed Himself to us, and then when man takes that and rejects it and suppresses the truth and doesn't walk into the integrity of what God has put in his heart and, uh, and, and rejects it. We'll we see the result of that. So it's going to be good. I say people hang on and, uh, don't immediately, if you're someone out there that maybe don't, don't have that relationship with God yet, or maybe you do have a relationship with God and just don't know where you stand on some of these issues god's word is pretty plain and pretty simple and it really comes to understanding it has to go back uh, we say that it's again and again you know said so the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom if you really want to understand something you got to humble yourself you have to respectfully go to god and say god i don't know but you do know and i know you'll reveal it to me if i just humble myself before you if you go like that, he will make it known to you. He will clear up all the misunderstandings He, because there's a lot of noise out there and God will clear it up for you. And that's right, guys. And everything we, we talk about today, we say out of love. And and I want you to really challenge yourself today. When, when we're going through these verses, remember that we are reading God's word. We are not, this is not us talking. We are not having a fellowship without the Bible handy. We're reading God's word. We're reading what he said. And in all honesty, this this passage we're going through is pretty straightforward. There's really not much to add to it if we just read what it says. And everything we say out of love, we say out everything we say, we say out of love. And remember, it's important to take this. Sin is sin. And I wanted to go over that. It doesn't matter. There's no ranking to it. It's all sin. It's all bad. Everybody could fall into anything. So if you have a specific sin that you think is targeting or bothering you, it's not just that. It's all of it. It's all sin. And, and we we're going to talk about how the point of it is we got to stop focusing on that and focus on what it does. It separates us from God. And if God is our life, if God is our charger, why would you want that? And that's what we're trying to get across here. But not only will Paul talk about the, the, the results of what happens to this, you'll see that Paul's actually prophesying what, what's happening in today's age. And you'll see that, like, we know this. Deep down, we know all of this is true. We do. We have may have suppressed it, like in the previous chapters, so long that it's a tiny little quiet voice we can barely hear anymore, and God forbid not even hear anymore. But we know it's true because God's made it evident to us. Not John said that. God said that. So without further ado, Dad, you ready for this? I, I'm looking back, and I think we should start at 121. What do you say? Yeah, actually, I just wanted to make a... Uh point right here in, in verse 18 i was going to okay. just say this uh, in verse 19 we'll go go through that just just because i want to stress a couple 118 it says for the wrath of god is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness so when you suppress something that means it's there and you just don't want to listen to it. you're you're suppressing it you don't want to, to hear it and it goes on, it says, because that which is known about God is evident within them for God made it evident to them. I wanted to bring that out to say that, hey, people can say, I, I don't know, I don't understand. But God says right here, this is his testimony. He said he made it evident to everybody. 
So there's something in everybody that knows what the real truth is, no matter what they say with their mind, no matter whatever it is. We have to all understand, because you made a good point, John. You said, well, hey, we we believe in the Word of God here. We, we have the Word of God right next to us. We got to understand that everybody, wherever you stand, whatever you believe, it came from a source somewhere. Somewhere you had a source. So you can reject and say, oh, I, I don't believe this is the word of God. Who's, who says this is the word of God? I don't know this is the word of God. I don't know what okay, whatever you believe, remember, it's coming from some source somewhere. So if you're not believing this as being the inspired word of God, you're believing something else. Maybe you're believing an article, a person that said this, a, a, a book you read, something else. But you're belief system came from somewhere and so that's the reality is and see this what this scripture is saying is god put the real truth in you he put it in each one of us and so it's there and it will bear witness to these things if you do not suppress the truth if you let god be god you come to him humbly like we said and say god i don't understand but you do know and i'm gonna let you show me and when that happens, you will begin to not suppress the truth, and these things will become evident to you. And and just flat out, if if the 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 word of God is the authority for Whitestone reward, that's that's it. Let all men be liars. Let God be made true. We that's what we believe. So if it's not your authority, this is probably going to be hard. All of it, every video we have is probably going to be hard to swallow for you, because we don't go outside of this of spirit and truth. Right, both. We 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 ask, we pray for the Spirit to join us every single time, and for Him to touch whoever needs to hear this with His Word. Okay, not our Word, His. We want uh, we want God to take us out of this and let Him talk through His Word. So just keep that in mind. We are reading what God said. That is our authority here. So uh, if we if we if this isn't your authority, we have a whole different discussion. And that's uh, right. It, I mean, right. It, you might as well to be honest. Like I, I don't ever. I want you to just listen to this and take it in. But if, if this isn't your authority, I don't. This we can pause the video and have a completely different discussion because this is about what God said. That's what we're declaring here. That's right, and that just goes leads us to the verse twenty one, like you were talking about, John. So knowing that this is what happens with man, you know, God made things known to them, but we suppress the truth. And it says, it says that in verse 21, for even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God. They didn't give thanks. In other words, although they knew God, they didn't honor him as God. Didn't say, okay, you're God. You know, what's best for me. You created life. So you know, what's best. So they didn't honor him as that and, and, and give him thanks for that. Instead, Guess what happens? It says they became futile in their speculations. They started speculating. When you return away from God, your source of life, guess what happens next? You start speculating. Well, I think it's this, and I think life's about this, and I think I want, but I feel like doing this, and I feel like doing that, and that's what this is talking about. And it says that their foolish heart was darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools. That's what God said. It's a fool. To turn away from God is a fool, according to God. But in the natural. That's foolish. If you're a that's cell phone. exactly. If you're a that's cell right. phone, to turn away from your charger is foolish. That's what he's <laughs> that's saying. Right. It, it, that's right. I mean, right. it's just a state of fact. And, Dad, I want to talk about that. You want to know, look at verse 121 here. We, you want to know why there's so many religions in the world? It says it right here. God says it right here. 
because they became futile in their speculations. Okay, so they went around, denied the truth of God, and they speculated and speculated and speculated. No, I like this. This tickles my ears here. This tickles my eyes here. And this is where we've got. This is why we're so confused. And now, so God's going to go through this, and it's going to have some specific examples of some of the things they do when they turn away from God. This is going to give you some specific examples. It's by no means you got to read the whole Bible. You'll see all kinds of things that man does when they turn away from God. So, but th this is going to give some specific examples of what happens when you turn away from God and you become a fool. That's what God said. This is a fool. That's foolish. And, and, and God's trying to tell us that. And he's going to give us ex specific examples like verse 23. And it says, they became full. And then what did they do? They exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible men and of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. There you go. I mean, so now you've turned away from God. When you turn away from the, your source of truth, you open yourself up to every kind of thing that there could be come to you every little thing that comes to you a little lie comes to you you have no source of truth you have no standard because right. you turned away from god so now that satan can come and lie to you and say oh yeah see that over there right. see that see that that creature over there that's your real god yeah that's, that's the it. real god and you're looking you for know, something that, when he comes exactly. when he comes at you are looking for something let's use the charger thing again okay you've now unplugged yourself from the only thing that can actually give you life and, and charge you now you're running around looking for a charger. Meanwhile, the enemy's like, that bird's your charger. That dude right there is your charger. Look how awesome that guy is. He's your charger. Look at that lizard. That's your charger. That star's your charger. And we're just running around chasing because we do actually need something. The devil knows that. And he's pushing us all around to this. Yeah. And 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 this by no means, you know, because that's why I said people, you you got to open yourself up to the whole truth. We can read that and say, uh, I can see people sitting there saying, well... <laughs> I don't worship birds or four-footed creatures or anything like that. I don't do that. So you could sit there and say that because that seems primitive to, to us in that sense. Back then, they had all kinds of gods and idols and things they worshipped even during that time. But all God's saying is when you turn your object of relationship, of worship from God, you're open to anything. So exchange this. It doesn't have to be I'll a man. A good or, I mean, I got a good example, yeah. personal Go example. Uh, when I, back before uh, I found Christ, I literally worshiped football, the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. and, and let me explain. This isn't, not to mention just the dressing up every Sunday. Every, and I'm, there's nothing wrong with this. I still put a jersey on. I still watch football. But this whole deal where everybody, the family, no, don't bother daddy. It's, it's football time. We're not doing nothing but football time. Not only that, but when off season would come, I would be depressed. I would literally be excited for football season to come back around so I could feel better. And it really, I really did feel better. And it's, and, and it became my source of comfort. And that's what God's supposed to be. So that's just a small example of things that we can exchange for anything God can give us. You, you take that little small random example. If it's your life, if you are literally looking for it to make you feel better and you're bypassing God or not even acknowledging God, you're worshiping that, not God. That's exactly right, John. And, and that's why I said it can be anything. And that's why I bring that point out. Anything can can cause us to be foolish when we turn away from God. So Satan can use anything. He can use even so-called good things. He could he could take uh, uh you know uh, relationships, he can take families, he could take jobs, 
He could take, you know, sports, like you said, it's, it's a myriad of things he can do to turn your affection away from the true living God and what life is to something else. And when you put your hope in that, I don't care what it seems like. It could seem like a good thing. And that's what I'm saying. Take a family is a good example. God established the family. He established love. He established those things, relationships and that. But you know what? If you're, if that becomes your God, if that becomes your focus, you have turned away from the true living God now. You see, and now that is your God now. And so that can become that. And that's not a bad thing. I bring that out because we always assume it to be a bad thing. It could be something that we know is is a good thing. But God is was meant to be our source of life. That's the bottom line. Right. And when we turn away from that source of life, we open ourselves up to anything else that's going to fill that void. Because guess what? When you turn away, you produce a void in you now. When you turn away from the thing that it was supposed to, to fill you, it, it needs to be filled. And guess what? It's going to be out there. And But guess what? Satan's right waiting on the outside of the fence to throw them things at you. Oh, that's here. Right. Yeah, you're you're lonely. Here, here, here you go. Oh, you don't feel good? Oh, here, go grab this. Yep. Oh, here, you want to need this? Go do this. You, yep. He's right there just to try to draw you away from that, the true living God and your true source of life. And that is exactly why you keep hunting for something and it never works. And it's on to the next, on to the next, the car, the job, the marriage, the whatever. And you just keep going and going and going because there is an emptiness there and you're trying to fill it. And if you want to put it in math terms, we'll just say the number was a thousand opportunities of things to work worship. Well, 9,999 or how many Satan has to use because there's only one real one. Everything else he can, he can get you to idolize and to look above him. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. When you when you turn away from him, you got to remember, I, I keep saying this, that this is about life. This is not just about rules. So if God tells you, don't do this, we're always looking at it. Oh, well, God told me I couldn't do that. God is literally telling you, if he was sitting down saying, that's not life. I created life. I know what true fulfillment is. And if you go do this, this is not fulfillment. This is destruction. This is death. That's why he's doing that. But we're always looking at, well, God told me I couldn't do this or I could do this. No, that's not what it is. It's life. He is life. And when he says something, he's saying it because it's life for us. And, and that's what I'm saying. When you give yourself over and you reject that, that's what we got to understand and, and accept that, that God wants my best so that when we hear something from God, we're not immediately trying to compromise in our own mind and trying to figure out why I, I, I can or cannot do this. But again, uh, instead of that, we're saying, wait a minute, God, you're, you created me. You know what life is. So if you told me something, no matter what I think in my mind, no matter what my body feels or, right. or thinks, God said this. So therefore, Whatever I think, God is telling me something that's life for me. That's right. When you accept that, everything begins to flow. You're not immediately kicking against. You're not immediately suppressing the truth. You're open to the truth because you realize that he has your best uh, intentions you for you. You don't think the toddler that's sitting there looking at that beautiful sparkling fire doesn't want to touch it. It's beautiful. We like it. We think it's pretty to look at. Look at it. This, imagine being a kid for the first time and seeing fire. Like, it's amazing. You don't think he wants to touch it and wants to do it? Stop thinking about it as rules. 
you're not going to let your kid touch that fire. Why? Because what he doesn't know is that it will kill him. Even though it looks pretty and it looks cool and he wants to touch that fire, we're not going to let him because it'll kill him. And that, that's what God is trying to tell you. It's not about the rules. It's about you don't have what you need. You, you don't have what you need. I do. And you've got an enemy that is going to make it so hard for you to choose him. Mm -hmm. And then this is going to lead us perfectly into the reason why we speak all these things that we just spoke, because this is going to lead us. Now we're going to get into what happens when you reject this truth. We're going to see God is not some gigantic warlord up there telling you, I'm going to make you do this. He gave you a free choice. He gave us a free choice. He's all powerful. He could give the word and boom, you're gone. I mean, if he if 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 he wanted to release it, it says that in, in another scripture, it says in Christ, all things are held together. Literally, the universe itself is held together by God. If God decided to release it, boom, it's gone. And there's not a thing me or you or anybody else can do about it. So if God wanted to just zap us, he could do it. But he loves us. And that's the reason why he's saying that. So, and, and when he created us, he gave us that choice initially to choose. But with that choice also comes responsibility. A little bit of responsibility we have to take for ourselves. And what is that responsibility? In the choice you make. And we're going to begin to see that as we're going in and we're going into the next verse. Now, verse 24 says, therefore, it says they, they didn't reject. Remember, it said they reject. They became foolish in their heart. And it says, therefore, God gave them over in the lusts of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. I mean, but I mean, much, just right there, it just tells you, go ahead, John. But that pretty much covers what you were just talking about, about the, the worship we were talking about. Every, mm -hmm. what, what is the creature? Everything other than God, every single mm -hmm. thing other than the God. That means your family. That means football. That means all of it. It's, it's the creature, a tree, a bird, whatever the case is, everything else besides God is the creature that's right and you know we have this is a this is our hour of grace when we talk about we've said it many times we have a choice right now but but don't don't mistake that time will come to an end at some point because god is god and god is i mean what his truth is is truth it's truth and we can we can right now because we have a choice we can suppress it we can lie about it we can say oh i don't believe that i don't think that's true that's not true you can say that all we want but the day will come when this truth is all there's going to be because God is true and his truth is all that's going to be revealed. And so that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. They exchange the truth. Verse 25, for they exchange the truth of God for what? A lie. You see, and worship and certain creature. That's that's how you come about doing this, because you exchange the truth for a lie. That's right. Why? Because you're flesh. You want it. You want to do it. And, and, and this is what happens. We're going to go into what happens here. And, and guys, yep. this is important to notice because I know I've been, we hear the comments. We, we, we talk to the people all the time. Uh, and, and we're going to say, well, that's what you say. Or you guys are going to say, well, that's what you say. Or, you know, the, the scriptures can't be verified. Or this, 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 and this. I challenge you to ask yourself, why won't you just go look? I'm not asking you. We're not asking you for money. We're not asking you for nothing. 
We're telling you a story about something, okay? We're telling you this, that what God said. Why wouldn't you go look? Because I promise you, if you go search this stuff out, you'll notice, you'll find out that every single thing is true. It's all true. You'll find out. He'll show you because he rewards those who seek. So don't fall out of this thing because you didn't even try. You just believe some guy who told you a foolish speculation and you're just going to go with it. Check this stuff out. Don't take our word for it. Take God's. Yeah, and remember what we already said. God made it evident to you. So even though you don't know, when John's talking about going out there and check it out, that's just so that your mind can understand what you really already know deep down inside. You just, we suppress it. We all did this. We all suppressed it. Me and John did the same thing. We, we, we walked our life suppressing the truth too. Did the same thing. But at some point, thanks be to God, because of his grace, we were able to come and say, God, you know, I don't know everything. And at that point, God was able to start releasing us from that suppression that we had going on in our lives of the truth. And we were open to it. And God began to reveal himself to us. He'll do the same thing for everyone, anyone who comes to him and humbles himself before him. And so then we won't suppress the truth and we'll begin to see this, this truth. So that brings us on to verse 26, correct? Six. That's correct. All right. You want to read it down? Yeah, it says, For this reason God gave them over to degrading passions, for their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. In the same way also the men abandoned the natural function of the woman and burned in their desire toward one another, men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. You know, sometimes we talk about all these things and, and some people try to suppress and say, that, well, it doesn't say this in the Bible about different things that's going on. But I don't know how you could read that. <laughs> I don't know how way. you could read that and not see what it's saying. It's obvious. It's evident right there. But it just talks about this is what happens when you turn away from the truth. Sometimes things don't immediately go from 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 uh, bad to, to totally, it talks about, he gave them over to degrading passions. When you degrade something, what happens, John? It gets worse and worse, right? It's yep. slowly deteriorating. When something degrades, it's deteriorating. And yep. that's what we see. We see that going on. We see that in our age today. I've, I've spoke this to John many times. A lot of things, there's nothing new under the sun, first of all. Nothing new. It says in Ecclesiastes very plainly, it says, what has been done is what has already been done. It, yep. it, there's nothing new under the sun. But what it is, is you'll find out, if you, if, you, if you open yourself, you'll see there's different ages of times sometimes when things are going on. When there's, there, there's truth and light in there, it raises people up in a different level. But then when things start to get darker, they get more degrading, more degrading, more degrading. You see people becoming more open about their darkness. Now, there was a time when a lot of these things were going on, but people were ashamed of them because the society as a whole, the light in there wasn't allowing that darkness to parade around with their chests out. Yep. But now you see the denigration of these things. You see, you see it getting worse and worse because the degrading passions and they become darkness becomes more bold and says, hey, I can do what I want. And you begin to see it being thrown out. Is this not the age we live in, John? Absolutely. <laughs> Devil loves company and he's ramping around, guys. He's ramping around right now. 
and this is for my brothers and sisters. Uh, they're after our children, and we've got we've got to we've got to pay attention to this and to see this thing. And I'm not going to get off topic, but I will bring it up. Uh, he's ramping around now. What my dad said is so true. Is there's so much darkness now, and it's so prevalent now that they have that opportunity. Uh, at, there was a time then that that light and truth was stood up for, and then it wasn't able to do that. You know that we weren't able to do that. Uh, but we've got to pay attention to that and not ignore it, because that's what we do sometimes as believers. We just put it on the back burner, and then all of a sudden it's gotten bad, and we're like, "How did this happen? How's all this happening?" So we just got to pay attention to it, because it's right here. But I do just want to talk about that part right here. A burned in desire towards each other in verse 27 men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their persons the due penalty of their error and this goes for any sin right here we know this it's i mean science can even back this up if you want to go that route we know this to be true the sin the things that god has declared sin never end up good they may feel good for a second but they never end up good they cause problems uh they cause problems physically mentally spiritually they never end up good. And we have to understand that when we get mad at our situations that are happening to us in life, I'm not just talking about medically, I'm talking about physically and spiritually. We need to, now there is an enemy and he does oppress us sometimes and, 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 and deceive us. But how many times are we in situations because we've got the due penalty of our own error, right? We're paying for the, we're paying for what we did. You know, we, we've, you know, you you do so something so many times, and then all of a sudden you come to you come to the Lord and you stop doing it, and now you've got repercussions from that thing. So it, it, I think that that's so good, not just for into context for what it's talking about here, which is sexual immorality, but the context of all sin. We we will pay for the. I mean, sin equals death. Like it's I said before, God doesn't want us to touch the fire. He's not just making rules, but if we touch that fire, we're going to get burned. Yeah, that, that's so true, John. And we're going to see that later on when we get toward the end of this chapter here, exactly what you're talking about, how, you know, it may be talking about one specific thing here, but in reality, it just, you, we're going to see the results of turning away from God. And when you do those things, again, it's not just about one thing or another thing. It's it's about, this is just an example of those things, what happens. And then we we see the results of those things. But the thing I want to get across to people, because I know there are people sometimes that say, well, you know, I, I know that's wrong. I don't do that. I, I don't have nothing to do with that. But we got to understand that what light is and what darkness is. You know, darkness is, is darkness is everything that is not God because it says God is light. He's light. So every kind of light. And John's heard me say this many times. There's a lot of times, a lot, there's a lot of people out there. I know, I know we walk around because we all have our, what we would say is our, our standard of righteousness, our standard of what we know to be true and right and everything like that. So one person the over trick. here can say, well, I'm not like them. I'm like this. So, so I'm better than them. And then there's another person that might say, well, I'm better than you. And we all have our standards of righteousness, but we don't understand that even if there's something good in us, it came from God's light. At some point in time, it come from God's light. So even what you feel is right, it came from God's truth somewhere down the line. Whether it be through parents or grandparents or great-grandparents, articles that you read, a, 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 you know, that God, you know, enlightened someone, that an author or something or a video or something everything came from if if it's good and of god it says every good and perfect god 
gift comes down from the Father of lights. Every good and perfect gift. So there's nothing good that didn't come from him. Okay, so if you do know some sort of good, it's because it came from God. Even if you don't acknowledge it, it came from him at some store. The reason why we even have a, a society that's even able to be lived in to a degree is only because of God's light. People don't realize that if God had withdrawn himself years ago, we wouldn't even be existing anymore because man would have wiped himself out by now. I mean, it's only that. God's light that keeps us even into the degree yeah, that we we're know in. that we know that yeah. like how many opportunities? How are we still here? Think about all the war, all the people that have nukes right now. Like, how is this still here? We've got to really think about that. And one thing I wanted to add real quick about sin. Uh, all sin is bad. There is no level here. So like my dad was saying, don't judge. Remember when you remember Isaiah, like it, Isaiah was a, you were just talking about this the other day, right? He was a holy man. I mean, if there was a righteous man, he was a righteous man. And what did he do when he went in there, when he sit in the presence of God? So yep. we know that all sin is bad. But I want to tell you, there, there is a difference between uh, having a sin struggle, whereas we're forgiven by Christ, but we're struggling with stuff and living in sin. And what that means is what Romans is talking about, suppressing the truth. There's a difference between coming to God and saying, what I'm doing is wrong, God, I need your help. I agree with you about it. And saying, no, it's okay. You're okay with it, God. That's suppressing the truth. And I'll, I just want to be clear there. So this isn't yep. about pointing at anybody and saying you're all right. bad. I mean, you're all right. going anywhere. It's about where's your right. heart at? Is your heart agree exactly. with God about this sin? Or does your heart suppress the truth? Is your heart Amen. saying, no, no, it's good. You're good with it. Or is your heart twisting scriptures? Is your heart looking for pastors that's going to tell you what you want to hear to tickle your ears? That's what. That's the difference there. I want to, I want to be clear about that because we've had a lot of misconceptions and comments about this subject. And there's a difference between, I'm going to say it again, struggling with sin, agreeing with God about it, but having falls and living in it, suppressing the truth, saying it's not really sin, it's okay. And making up your own little story and your own truth. Yeah. And, and the reason why I, I brought all this up, John, was because we live in a day and age that there's what, what I call the religion of the world. It's a religion of society. I mean, we, we live in a day and age where the society as a whole determines what they say is right and wrong. So they will condemn you on something that they feel they feel is wrong. Okay. And so we got to remember where, where are we getting our source of light from? See, are we, are we listening to what the world has accepted? And what I'm saying, Satan is lie. He's our adversary is a sly dude, man. He goes around. He knows how to do it. He knows he ain't going to be able to bombard somebody who at least is uh, attentive to the truth. He's not going to just be able to throw a big, dark, uh, uh, demon looking, horn looking dude at you and, and, and think he's going to get away with it. No, he's going to have to come with a little nice looking angel looking person first. See, try to get you off. And next thing you know, you start you know, take a little bit. Oh no. It's just like he told Eve. Did God really say that? Did God really say you're going to die? Wait a minute. Think about it. Did he really say that? And this is this type of age we live in. So now the truth has been watered down, you see, and he begins to bombard you. Think about some of the things that we accept as being okay and normal today. I guarantee you, you go back 50 years ago, it wasn't like that. 20. It wasn't like that. I used to talk to people, you know, like you take even, you know, all the young ladies out there sometime going around, you know, and, and having babies out of wedlock and all this stuff taking place. You go back 
40 years, 30, 40 years. And that, again, nothing new under the sun. That used to happen before, too. But I guarantee you, people back then, if, if a young lady was to find herself pregnant out of wedlock, she was ashamed of that. She didn't go around boasting about that. She literally was ashamed of that. You know, that she realized that something was wrong, even though she had done it. She realized that's what I'm saying. The denigration of the society slowly comes in. We become acceptable of it because what happens is Satan uses a thing to turn the other side. Because what happened is you've seen somebody in a condition like that, that was mistreated. So you have someone like take a young lady who was who who got pregnant out of wedlock. Well, people started casting her out as, oh, you're a sinner. Oh, you did a terrible thing. Well, that's wrong, too. Because God says, hey, you got to have mercy and compassion on everybody. See, but they take that and say that it's wrong for you to say that that was wrong, what was done. No, it's not wrong. It was still wrong. It just and, means that we got to be able to approach that wrong in the right way. And I bring all this up just because we got to realize where our source of values are coming from. Are they coming from society in the way that they have built it up in our own minds through everything we've seen and heard and been around? Or are they coming from what God says is the truth? And we got to understand that. And on that illustration he just gave, who was working both sides? Who was the one spitting shame in the young lady's ear with no way out and no, mm -hmm. you know, no solution to it? And then who That's was right. the one on the in the uh the so-called Christians here condemning that woman? In the right. enemy. He was on both sides, right. just circuit right. puppeteering everything to create yep. what? A division. He took That's Christ's right. own weapon. Remember, Christ said a house divided against itself will fall. That's right. And that's what he's doing. He's doing it. And that's why that's right. the dominations are splitting. That's what it all is. What's the solution to that, brothers and sisters? Ask God. Like my dad said, get your information from God. Mm -hmm. No matter mm -hmm. how much you're used to it or not, no matter how much right. different it is in the world, that should actually give you comfort because we are supposed to be different than the world. If we that's start right. blending together with the world, biblically, that's a problem. And we got to pay attention to it. Absolutely. Boy, that's that's that that is so true, man. I'm glad we, we we spoke about that because I'm telling you, that's a big thing, especially in this day and age, because regardless of what somebody says is a religion or not, they have a religion of the world. There there is a system of values and beliefs that the world has established out there and is trying to push them on everybody and saying, No, this is righteousness. This is what we say is righteousness. And we have to understand where our truth is coming from. And if, it, if we just go by what's accepted by society, we're in trouble because it says the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. Yep. So, you know, we, we, we got to understand we're in a battle here between two kingdoms and we have to decide which kingdom we're going to listen to. Yep. And listen, guys, the, the, the days of standing in the middle are over. There was a time when, when Laodicea could be done, right? You could be in the middle. And kind of blend in but it's getting they're getting so blatant the the powers of darkness are getting so blatant right now and 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 flaunting you're gonna have to make a decision you're gonna have to stand up and it's not gonna be easy and i'm not saying see this is where the enemy will sneak in too i'm not saying go and persecute people and 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 condemn people and talk down to people that's not what i'm saying just stand for what you believe in that's it christ has won our victory we're to stand in it not conform not any of that just stand in what he's already got. Don't go push, share the light, obviously, and then and and call out evil and tear down strongholds, but we're not to persecute. 
We're supposed to just stand in the truth because we, we don't have any more on the fence time. It's running out. Right. Like you're either one or the other. You're either going to be hated by the world or loved by the world because you're not of it. I mean, there's yep. only two. It's becoming only two choices. We've had a lot of lukewarm time, but it's 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 coming to an end. So this is going to bring us to easily to close this out. Now we're going to see if anybody wonders. Okay, wonder. Okay, well, you know, because there's people out there saying, well, no, we're we're not bad. You know, we haven't turned away. God's going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen now when you turn away from the true living God and you suppress the truth. I'm going to tell you what happens. You're going to see this. So we should be able to look around. And if we see these things happening, that should let us know something happened that we turned away from God. Because that's what God's saying. I'm going to, like John said earlier, God's prophesying. These are the things that's going to happen to you when you turn from me, when you suppress the truth, when you turn from me. And we're going to read this. I'm going to just go ahead and read through the rest of this chapter because that's what it's talking about. Verse 28 says, And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind. Wait, what? To, say, say that part again. <laughs> a depraved Wait. mind. No, God Notice gave, that, depraved. God gave them over to a depraved mind. No, you did not. This is not you. This is not the real you. No, this is not mm -hmm. something that you 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 just can't help. You you were born with none of that stuff. You 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 had a tingling of something in your head at one time that told you that was wrong because he put the truth in you. Okay, and you ignored it and suppressed it and suppressed it and suppressed it and suppressed it. And then that voice is gone. God gave you over to a depraved mind. It's that's it right there. That's the reason it feels so hard to get people to understand because they've been given over to it. Okay. Yep. And Key then point. it goes on to say it goes on to say that and to to do what when you get given over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper. Hold on. Yep. Before Dad reads this, I really want everybody to stop and think about the world today. Think That's about right. what our TV shows push. Think about what our influencers of the world push, our politics push. Think about your workplace. Think about the people you think about sometimes in the church, unfortunately. Think about what goes on in this world today. And when he reads this, I want you to put the two together and it, you'll see how through Paul, this is prophecy and it's happening now and it's it's time go ahead dad i'm sorry that's right said being filled with all unrighteousness wickedness greed evil full of envy murder strife deceit malice they are gossips slanderers haters of god insolent arrogant boastful inventors of evil disobedient to parents mm. without understanding untrustworthy mm. unloving unmerciful and although they know the ordinance of god that those who practice such things are worthy of death they not only do the same but also give hearty approval to those who practice them wow is that i mean that is such an example of of our society and like i said of what, what we see going on the evil the greed the full of envy you see the how people are walking around they're insolent they don't care about the truth they're they're, they're arrogant they're boastful hey i'm this this that the inventors of evil they come up with new ways to do evil things yep. disobedient to parents we see that everywhere some of the biggest things you see in society reason why you see the breakdown is because of this because people have become totally disobedient they don't respect their parents at all in yep. any kind of way 
totally disobedient to everything that's being said. You know, without understanding, untrustworthy, you can't trust nobody. Unloving, unmerciful. Now, now, boy, that's a big thing. I, I've never heard so much lately. You talk about, I mean, people, uh, you hear about old people, people that are 80, 90 years old being beat up, mugged by some young person. That is, a, now, you know, society has degraded. There used to be a time when, when at least older people, even criminals had a code of so-called conduct to where that they, they, you know, no, you're, there are certain things you don't cross the line and do, even with criminals a lot of times. But you see the, degra the degrading of society now. Even those things don't matter anymore. It becomes worse and worse because your heart gets darkened. More darkness produces more darkness and darker darkness. And that's what you're, you're descending in that darkness, that dark cave. And the farther you get away from the entrance of that cave where light is, it gets darker and darker and darker. And I want to touch on unmerciful too. That's not just doing the, these obvious things like, you know, hurting old people or kids. But it's it's for us too, the church too. Are we merciful with people that that are in pain, or some people? Are we are we not even giving any a sinner a chance because we think we're above them? Are we not telling them the gospel because we think they won't listen? Are we saying, God, I don't think you're good enough to save that person? They're too bad. Are we doing that? Are we giving people chances when, for an example, if we're witnessing to somebody and they, they mess up and they turn on you, are we giving up on them? Are we having mercy? Are we remembering how many times are we forgiving like we've been forgiven? Are, have, are, do we have mercy on each other? And that's that's a big one too. And it's the reason the reason everybody's rude in traffic and everywhere you go and everything, customer service is going downhill and people aren't waving anymore. The reason that's happened is because of verse 131. People are without understanding. They're untrustworthy. They're unloving and they're unmerciful. And that's the world we're walking around in today. And it's getting worse Absolutely. and worse and worse. And if you would just snap out of the distraction for one second, you know it's true. You know it's true. Nobody, I don't care what anybody said. I'm going to put up one of them signs with the coffee. And I'm going to say, change my mind, because there is no way any, you can say that this is not happening in our world today. And, you know, the best thing we can do, John, like what you said, you made a good point. God said we we as the as the believers, as, as the church of the living God, we're the light of the world. We're the salt of the earth. The best thing that we can do for anybody in this condition is to show them that there's another way. That's the best thing you can do. You know, if you got people in a burning house and the house is burning down and there's a way out and you know that that that, that way out, but everybody in the room says, no, that's not the way. They're not in agreement with that. The best thing you can do is stand on the fact that, no, this is the way out and help lead them out because you know that's the way. No matter whether everybody in the house sees it or not, you know that's the way. So we as the, those who have come to God in the light, the best thing we can do is be salt and light to this world to show them. That's why it's so important to stand against this generation because we are the way out for them. God chose us to use us as his representative representatives. He says we are ambassadors for Christ. It's telling everybody there's a way out. There's a way out. You don't have to be like this. Yep. And that's who we're supposed to be. And we've got to stand. But if we give ourselves over to the world, our salt becomes tasteless and our light becomes darkness. 
and and how great is that darkness when that happens and then we get trampled on uh That's dad right. you're you're on it with the illustrations today uh, if we thought about that the, this is for us the the church if we thought about it like that, like the burning house, and the people were yelling at us, no, that's not the way, and we got the ladder, would we say, would we scoff and walk off? You know, you know what, you're you're an idiot. Would we, I mean, if they were dying for sure, right? Mm -hmm. Would you not show them the way? Would you not try? Would you not care? Would you? Would your heart not ache? Because that's what it is, guys. It's death. It's death. If they don't figure it out, it's death. That's what's gonna happen. So if we think of it That's like right. that and stop looking at the battle of the flesh and realize the real battle is not against flesh and blood, and we look that these people are dying, it's going to be a lot easier easier for us to have mercy. And that's what we should do. Exactly. We, we just got to be that example to show them because they're not going to, uh, you know, if you're, if you're waiting for the world to come alongside you and say, oh, yeah, 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 I'm going to... It's not going to happen. That's what it says. It talks about that. It said not only do they do these things, but they give hearty approval to those. I mean, we're in an age of darkness where it's not just I'm doing these things, but you must approve of what I'm doing. And that means we're going to have to stand up and say, I'm not going to give approval to that because I know what life is. In other words, I'm not going to give approval to staying in this house that's burning down, using our example. I'm going to tell you that this is the way out over here. And I'm going to stand, even if all y'all hate me for it. If you disagree with me, I'm going to stand over here in the doorway and say, this is the way out, even if you disagree. And so we have to be that. We've been given a, a commission by God to be the light and the salt. We, it's nothing that we have to do in our own power. All we have to do is submit to God. He will be our power. He will be our strength for us. But we have to present ourselves as living sacrifices so we can be that light to bring people out of this situation. And, and God forbid they don't listen to us. They'll find out one way or the other. They'll find out like Lazarus mm -hmm. and the bosom of Abraham. They'll find out that you were telling them the truth, that, that you were right here. And if you don't know that passage, please Google it because you can just Google Lazarus parable, Abraham's bosom, and you'll find it. That's a very good example of someone who just didn't listen. And when they got there, and then he even he even pleads a little bit, like, go tell my brothers. And he's like, if they won't listen to Moses, they won't listen to you, even if you're raised from the dead or him raised from the dead. Mm -hmm. So check it out. Like we, The time is now to help these people. Yep. And for, for, for anybody that may be convicted by anything that God said here, God, not us, uh, we, the, the, the messengers of what God said, we love you. We're, we're saying this because we are standing by our ladder. And we, that's how we look at you. If 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 you're doing this thing and and you've been told this was okay, you're in a burning building, and it's it, mm -hmm. that's all there is to it. And I am if if you hate us, like my dad said, I, I'm going to stand on this by this way out for for the whole time. So please, if you don't want to do it because you flat out don't care, that's fine. But do not not check out this ladder if you don't just because you don't want to look, you don't want to check it out, you just want to believe what somebody said. Please. I mean, it is eternity. It is eternity. You know in your heart, if you just dig deep, you know it's eternity. You know this thing. This thing we're in is not it. That's why you're searching for everything. So please, we'll be, we're going to stand here. But there is a ladder, and you can find it. Yep, and be careful of your enemies. It's like we said. I mean, if, if you really want to suppress the truth, you have an enemy out there that's going to throw you all the tools you need to suppress the truth. So if you want to suppress it, 
you can. That's why we got to be open to realize that, hey, God, you have the truth. You know, no matter what I think or feel or or justify, whatever, I have to go to you to see what really life is and truth. And don't let the powers of darkness, uh, let let those those lies suppress the truth of what God has spoken. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, this was a big bowl of cereal. We went a little longer <laughs> uh, because it's important, guys. And, and, and every Flintstone bowls. Big ones. <laughs> big old uh, big ones. Uh, but everything we, we read was God's word, and that's what we stand by. Uh, and we love every single person, no matter what. And we got to do a better job of loving uh, each other, church. Listen, I'm, I'm new and I've come, and well, we got to stop fighting each other, arguing over nothing. Like nobody's going to come to us if we keep dividing. Nobody's going to come to us. We got to stop. I mean, little things that don't matter. Okay, I'm not talking about not standing up for for core values of the gospel. I'm talking about the little things that we fight over and divide over. We got to stop. We need to focus on the, the, the one, not fight with the other 99, because that's what God would do. Uh, we love you. We, uh, we, we pray that this, we prayed already that this, that God uses this to get to you. We went long because this is important. This is prevalent. This is very relative, very relative to what we live in right now. And, mm-hmm. and we got, we've got to at least open their eyes, open our eyes to it. But dad, do you want to pray for our brothers and sisters? Amen. Father, we thank you for this time again, sitting at your feet, feeding from your table, Lord. We know that you're the author of life. You're our life, Lord. And, and we don't want to suppress the truth, Lord. We've all been guilty of that, you know, but Lord, you said if we come to you humbly, come before you, you'll reveal the truth to us. I pray that the eyes of everyone's heart would be open, Lord, that they would humble themselves before you, Lord, and seek you for what really truth is, Lord, and to be able to walk in that afterwards, Lord. And those who know you, Lord, I pray that we would all be the salt and light that we need to be for those who don't know you, Lord. But Lord, I pray that your spirit would be poured out mightily through us and through all those out there who know you, Lord. And it would fall on all flesh, Lord, that they would be able to humble themselves before you and acknowledge your truth, Lord, and know that you only want life for us, Lord. We love you. We give you glory. We give you praise. We acknowledge you as our true source of life. In Jesus' name, Bob. Amen. Amen. Okay, brothers and sisters, God bless you. Peace be with y'all.